everyone, this is your host, Brittany, and thank you for joining me on this week's episode of PCAT and Pre-Pharmacy Podcast, where we talk about everything pharmacy from the pre-pharmacy journey to life after pharmacy school. This week, our guest is a fourth-year pharmacy student from the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. During the interview, we highlight the different routes um, you can take to get to pharmacy school and also the different curriculum types that pharmacy schools offer. But before we get started with the show, I want to remind you to check out crackpcat.com for all of your study materials. If you're a visual learner like I am, you will appreciate the video explanations and over a thousand practice questions. Not only will you not be staring at a book for long hours, you can assess your account from anywhere as long as it is a compatible device. So again, make sure to check out crackpcat.com. Now let's get started with the show. Hi, Chiazoka. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you please tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Chiazoka Onyegwara, and I'm a student pharmacist at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. I'm in my final year currently, and I'm working on my rotations and stuff. Um, I went to school in Maryland, um, sorry, in New York. My undergrad was in New York, and I applied to the University of Maryland in 2018. It's a three-year school. And so far, so good is going okay. And yeah. May I ask, um, what is your um, bachelor's in? Oh, I didn't get a bachelor's. Um, I actually did an associate degree in chemistry. I did it for two years. Um, it's actually a pre-pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So that was what I did before applying for pharmacy school. Okay. Thanks. And I I definitely like to highlight the different pathways that you are able to get um, and apply and accept it to pharmacy school. So thank you so much. What made you go that route instead of just like doing the two extra years? Or any, was it anything specific? So because um, I was born in Nigeria and literally I applied for school, like university I, they call it university in, back in Nigeria. And I applied for pharmacy, but I didn't get pharmacy. So um, having the opportunity to come to America, I'm like, okay, let me just um, pursue my uh, dreams to become a pharmacy. And also I applied to this, to so many schools, but Bronx Community College is like actually a community college and it's a two-year college. So it's not a, it's not somewhere you could get your bachelor's. So I spoke to my my counselor then, and we walked through how to achieve all these goals before the second year is over. But I took more classes because, you know, you have to take 12 credits in a semester, but I took more than that. I took more than 15 credits while in school so I could finish up everything in two years. Okay. Thank you for that. And so what inspired you to be a pharmacist? So growing up in Nigeria, my dad owned a drugstore and most time I go to the drugstore with him and I see the way he interacts with patients and I was curious to know more about pharmacy and I wanted to like learn more about the medication aspect of it and that was what actually 
motivated me and the way he treated his patients, the way he he knew the right answers to an, the, the right answers to the questions the patient had. That was like what made me want to go further in pharmacy and also to give back to the community where I'm from. Okay. Thank you for that. So, okay, you already let us know you did um, the two-year program instead of doing the bachelor's. And I just want the audience to know that there's no right and wrong way, you know, into getting into pharmacy. Um, You could do the two-year, you could do the four-year, whatever your preference is or whatever goals you have for yourself, then that's right for you. There, there's Nobody looks at it differently. Yeah. Because everyone has their own path. Like most people want to get a bachelor so that they could work. They could have something to be doing. Why go into pharmacy school? Because the loan in pharmacy school is crazy. So that would be an option. Very much so. So you said you're in your final year. So do you have any plans for after graduation yet? So, so far, you know, you can't say, okay, this is the route I'm going to go. Or this is not the route I'm going to go. Because... After pharmacy school, a lot of things get thrown at you. You you don't know where you're going to end up, so you you have to keep your mind open. So right now, um, I don't really, I'm looking towards industry, but I'm also looking at residency. But if I could get a job without this too, I would also go for that. Retail is another aspect of it. I've had my experience with CVS. Mm-hmm. And it's tedious, to be sincere. And the job market in the CVS aspect, Walgreens, the community aspect of pharmacy is actually saturated and the the price is going lower and lower. But I know that there are some other community pharmacy that are actually paying well. So I'm also looking into that. So I'm just keeping my options open because when you go to one um, direction, you might miss out on the other side. So I'm just open to whatever comes after graduation. Definitely. I'm like that as well. And thank you for explaining all of that because I just want the audience, this is really good. Uh, it's geared to everybody that's interested in pharmacy, but I know a lot yeah. of pre-pharmacy students listen and I want them to know that it's more to pharmacy than just Walgreens or CVS. Like it's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but it, it's, it's very broad. Mm-hmm. Um, may I ask what part of industry are you interested in? So, so far, I did a rotation at FDA, and I was so impressed with what I I came across. And I was looking at regulatory. Is it regulatory? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But, yeah, like, I saw the way that they worked with other aspects of pharmaceutical sciences, like the the not just pharmacists, but other aspects of pharmacy that that don't have a pharmacy degree, mm-hmm. but they have like a pharmaceutical science degree, but they work together to achieve one certain goal. And also um I'm looking at um I've forgotten the name. Sorry. Oh no, no problem. Yeah, um because they call it med rec. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm also looking into that because industry is is broad. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to do in industry. You could do information analysis. You could do anything you want to do in industry. And industry is like where the drug, everything happens, the manufacturing, the vaccines, 
So you want to be like the upfront person right there. So that's what I'm interested in, really. Oh, thank you. I just asked because I interviewed a pharmacy student last week, and they were also interested in regular, um, in industry as well. Yeah. Okay, so for any underclassmen or, let's say, yeah, any underclassmen, P1, 2, or 3, or any um, pre-pharmacy students, do you have any advice that, say, if somebody would have told you that while you were going through it, then that would have definitely helped you? <laughs> yes. Okay. So during my undergraduate days, I know that I did very well in chemistry, but going further to organic chemistry and biochemistry, it was pretty hard. And I just, I just went through it just to pass it. I wish I paid more I, I give it time and learn, learn about like many things that could go through, like in terms of structure wise and medication wise. I wish I paid more attention to that because coming into pharmacy school, you're going to be talking about pharmacology, like the pharmacology, um, the structures and everything about the medications. And if you don't remember the structures, it's going to throw you off. It's just like you're learning it again for the first time. But if I had paid more attention, during my undergraduate days, it would have been a piece of cake while in pharmacy school. That's one thing. And also, like, uh, studying-wise, do not think the way you studied in undergrad is going to be the same for graduate because it's a different kind of studying. Because I went to a three-year school, and it was back-to-back. Like, the only day I don't study is Sunday. Like, we take our exams every two weeks. So the, the Friday, we take the exam. Saturday. It's just like, just to relax and just and just think things through. And then Sunday, I'm back at it again. Like, it's just like a, like a roller coaster for two years. So, like, the way you study, it might, it might change. It might be different. Like, just be open-minded to whatever you're going to experience in pharmacy school. Don't think, oh, I was a 4.0 student. You're going to be the same because you have a lot of 4.0 students competing in pharmacy school. So, yeah, just keep an open mind. Okay. Okay, so you're in a three-year program. Do they, they consider that an accelerated program, right? Yeah. Yes, it's okay. accelerated. So how is, uh, like, is it like semesters or trimesters? Like, how is it set up? So our school is not is not trimester. It's a semester-based program. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is that our summer is cut short. Most people start school like ending of September or maybe ending of August. We start middle of July. Okay. And it goes through like, so, but it's a semester wise, but we have a lot to do. Like our second year was the toughest because we had to combine like um, in a four year school, we have like the second and third year combined for our school for second year. So it's like two is like a lot. I can't even start to explain. But the good thing about my school is that in first year they incorporated a lot of stuff that when I went for APHA, like the media, when we were interacting when I was interacting with other pharmacy students, other first years that were that were in my in first year, I did a lot that they've not even covered yet. I guess they're gonna do it in their second year, but I already went through that and I was I got, we got our certification to immunize patients in our first year. So it's kind of different, like comparing to other schools, other four-year colleges, it's kind of different. 
So did you take classes like did you change classes during the semester, like every eight weeks or something like that? Or how did the class so what we did was every two weeks we change to the next subject. So we start on Monday with a new topic and then we they lecture us for up through up up till Thursday and then we take the exam on Friday. Oh. Then on Monday the next week we start a different topic. Okay. So once you're done with that topic, you're done. You're done with it for that block, and then the next block you start another one. Oh. But if you don't pass, like that block exam, you have to take it on Monday, and that Monday is when the next class is starting. So it's, you you just want to study and pass it so that you don't have to carry over to the next week because it's gonna affect you. It's gonna affect like your planning and everything. So it's just time and like do what works for you. Most people work while in school. Most people don't. So it depends on what works for you in general. All right. Now, did you work as an um, intern while in school? Well, I did in my first year, first semester, but I couldn't go further. I had to stop at the second year because I couldn't hold it anymore. I was, you know, when you have brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt like I was in class and I was still in the pharmacy like I was yeah. trying to like juggle things together but if you could do it do it because it's gonna help you in terms of memorizing your top 200 drugs because you see it every day at the pharmacy mm-hmm. I wish like the pharmacy I was working at that point was actually working with me they weren't too demanding for me to come into work mm-hmm. I wish they, they could have worked with me to work like once every two weeks I would have done that but they they grew impatient on me and the system kicked me out so I couldn't apply anymore. When I applied, they asked me to apply as an intern because I was already going further to second year. Mm-hmm. So that was how I just lost that job. But altogether, if you could do it, do it. But if you can't, just just study and pass your exams because at the end of the day, you want to get this degree. You don't want to keep repeating every year and the loans are crazy. You don't want to keep coming back for the same pharmacy program. Definitely. I ask because I'm I'm contemplating do I want to get I want to get an intern position, but at the same time, I know what it feels like to be in class Monday through Friday and then working on the weekend. Like it's no <laughs> there's no break. Uh okay. Well, those were all of the questions that I have for you. Do you have anything that you would like to leave our audience with? Um, what I could say is just be yourself. Do not do not let what people say discourage you because if I if I had listened to what people told me before I got to pharmacy school, I might not have gone, gotten where I was. Even where I worked at CVS, some of the pharmacies were discouraging me from going to pharmacy school. But once your mind is set up and you know your end goal, do not listen to whatever anybody is saying. Because right now, all those people saying all those words, they're now saying, oh, you made it, you did this. So if I had listened to them, I would have been regretting my life right now. So just focus on your dreams, your goals, and trust me, you will get to the finish point without knowing. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I, I've had a lot of pharmacists say that to me as well. And I'm just like, but you're a pharmacist saying that. Like, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a phar- and I appreciate you, like, giving me your warning or whatever. But my mind's made up. So, <laughs> yeah. 
that's when I can't go back and change. And they were definitely <laughs> saying that after, like I've applied and I was waiting to hear. I'm like, I, there's no going back. So <laughs> we're just gonna work through it. Think about the end goal and what you want to achieve and the money to and the and. Let's say you your goal is to help people. Just thinking about that, just thinking about walking through that stage with your doctorate degree, oh, that's going to change your own aspect. You're going to push everything you heard from people and just focus and get it right. Yeah, definitely. And one more thing I'm going to leave with people too, like some study tips. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just putting it at the last. Uh, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, some study tips, like know what works for you. Because me, I didn't realize this till the end. I, I like, you know, when you study in group, mm-hmm. like some things you don't remember, your your colleague might remember it. Mm-hmm. You might think like when you study on your own, you could remember every single thing. There are people that are that smart. They could remember every single thing, but I'm not like that. But when I, when I study in a group, someone brings up something not studying in a group of 20, maybe five, four. Like when you study with them, like they could bring up something and then it sticks better when you hear someone say it mm-hmm. than when you skip through your book and like you think you remember it, but when you talk about it, it sticks better. So whatever you think that could work for you, look for that person that you think, okay, you guys could merge together and then study it. Pharmacy school is not something you could do alone. Trust me. There are down times that you'll be like, oh, God, what is this? I had that moment. Like, you will need that shoulder to go on to and cry or, like, cry together and study together and do everything together. I had that click, and we're still together till today. So, yeah, that's, like, an, an advice I could give to people coming into pharmacy school. Okay. Thank you. Um- I would like to thank our guest again for joining me on this week's episode. I will leave all of her contact information in the description box. So please make sure to check that out. Also, if you have any topics you want me to speak about, or if you want to be a guest on the show, email me at podcast at crackpcat.com and we'll set everything up. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Also, check now check us out on YouTube, where the podcast will also have a visual aspect as well. And I'll talk to you guys next week.